Welcome to the Marketing Foundations podcast, hosted by Dr. Sandy Luck, professor of marketing at the University of North Dakota, entrepreneur, owner of Bully Brew Coffee, and proud bulldog mama. I'm your co-host, Brad Schmidt, and we're both very glad you're joining us as Dr. Luck endeavors to expand your understanding of the basic concepts, ideas, and application of marketing in an ever-changing marketplace. So be ready to listen fast, because as always, there's a lot to talk about in today's episode. Welcome once again. Episode 14, I think, is where we're finally at. We've only got uh, a couple more to go. We'll be doing a recap in a couple of weeks, kind of go over all we of are. it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think next episode after that is marketing campaigns. Yes. But this week is retail marketing. And it doesn't mean that we're going to be selling marketing specifically, but this is retail. And I don't really, I mean, everybody knows. Is, but I'm not sure that I know what retail marketing is, and you had a definition for it. It's kind of a it's very definition, broad. but let's start with that. Tell us what okay. retail marketing is. So according to our textbook, it says it is the sale of goods or services to a final consumer instead of, so we're not talking about wholesale, oh, right. just wholesale is where you would buy your, as a business owner, you would buy your products from yep. as wholesale. Exactly. Exactly. And so when we think about retail locations, we think about department stores, restaurants, gas stations, car stores, bookstores, music, music stores, and even online stores like mm. Amazon. So retail just really in, encompasses all of that together. And I love retail. I think it would be I would love to just dig into this a whole lot more. Our class is actually doing a read at the end of the semester, so it should be a fun one. So let's talk a little bit about um, the characteristics of retail, of a store. So okay. the first thing that I'll talk about is like product lines. And I think to understand all of, and whether it's online or it's in the store, and we just got done talking about Shields, about Shields and all the different product mm. lines that they have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, their fishing. own Shields Outfitters, yeah. their store brand, even all the way down to Hook and Cool Pants. Yes. And, and, so those yeah. are all the different brands, yeah. right? But let's start with uh, even even uh, on the top of that category is what does that have to deal with? So there might be a clothing product oh, line. Gotcha. Then gotcha. there's the fishing product right. line. They, they, departments. Exactly. Yeah. Departments in the department. So yeah. you go to that certain area and that's where you find it. And the product line goes down to a product type. So we might have, and let's see if I can figure all this out. So but, if fishing, you yes. have like you have the technology of fishing, all the fish finders and yep. all of that kind of stuff. Then you have the tackle and the fishing rods exactly. and the bait and all of that stuff. Yep, right? that's exactly okay. where I was going. And so gotcha. then they have all those different products. So again, in the last in the in the last few episodes, we've talked about intentional marketing. It is so intentional. If you have a lot of product lines, you're going to have lots of SKUs, mm. lots of SKUs of work, lots of inventory, lots of planning, trying to understand, do I, how much product do I need? How much product can I sell? What's in the back? Do I clearance it? The pricing? So mm. much to retail. There, there's just, it's a mass amount. And I'm excited to say that there are several students that come out of UND that become merchandisers. Mm. So um, is one who will merchandise the rack. They will create, yeah. it's called a planogram. So they'll create what the planogram looks like. A planogram is on the shelf and yeah. what's at the top, what's on the middle, my, and what's on the bottom. My wife actually did this when she used to work for Hobby Lobby. Cool. She, she, she ran, she was the head of the floral department and had to make sure that there was always enough stock in the various areas mm -hmm. of the store or of, the, of her department and all that. Again, I think... And she talked about planograms. Yeah, I think really just... If you have the passion for it yep. and you love it, 
The only thing I what can fun. think of, though, when every time she said planogram, I was always, I don't know why, but it always reminded me, let's chase a squirrel. I was, <laughs> it always reminded me of Sunday school when I was a kid and the flannel gram, the little, <laughs> do you remember these? Oh like, my gosh. Like, like and, and yeah. Isaac and like the little things yeah, you stick them up. These kids are going to have no clue yeah, what no, you're talking they about. They have no idea, but that was what I was reminded of. Do they of. have flannel grams anymore? I don't know. I have no idea, but that's every time she said planogram, that was all I could think of. Oh my gosh! And I would just completely zone out. Yeah, because now you don't. Because it's mean, not even close to the same thing. No, but what would you have now? I mean, you have a whiteboard. Yeah, with, but that's well, not the same thing because the planogram. There's actually it's like a cutout piece. Yeah, it's like a. Like and a, then you have felt on the back, and you. Yeah, and it sticks like Velcro kind right. of thing to the yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, I have no idea. I don't even, I, how do you even describe that to somebody? I don't know. <laughs> that's never used them before. That, that could be really a cool new invention. There you go. All you entrepreneurs who are out there, try to create a or recreate the, yeah. <laughs> You've got Maybe your, there is. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, anyway, back, sorry. Back, 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 back. So retail marketing, <laughs> they use planograms to design what the floral layout of the store looks like, essentially, right, in right. each individual department. Yes. Because a planogram, I suppose well, there would be one for the whole store? Well, it's more that's more department. of the layout of the store. That's okay. the grid of the store. Okay. Whereas the in the department, it's like the shelf, department. what's right. on the shelf. So my favorite, so I taught retail in a different community college a long time ago and I had so much fun with it and one of my favorite assignments was to have them create a planogram for a particular target audience and so we I said your target audience is guys who hate shopping you Mm -hmm. know and I described I can't remember I described Phil of what he looked like and Phil and now you need to figure out P1 yeah. That's what we call it in radio. Oh. Like if you're trying to be a listener, the, the, yeah. it's the P1. The P1. That's the guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, or your your persona. Yeah. And so with that, then I said, try and figure out a planogram. What does he want to buy? And I know that this is online because I've seen it online, but a kid came with a gift and he drew out the planogram. He had the whole example of the guy's best unit. So mm. it would be at the end. Right. So you'd walk in or end cap, you'd walk in and you would see the Doritos. You would see the aftershave, all of the weird products that don't match together are on there. Yeah. All in one place. Yeah. And he did that. And what and he was very specific about thinking God Phil would want. And it was again, don't see that very often. Sometimes you see those at Christmas time. Yeah. And so they're specific to a target. Um, that's a planogram is planning out a shelf. So in the textbook, it has lots of different layouts for store. That again is intentional thinking about, you know, you talked about moving to your right. So I, so I bumped into the guy years ago, it's 20 years ago now, maybe, um, the guy who managed store layout for Safeway grocery store. And he literally just traveled around the country and helped whenever they would build a store or a new building or they would open up a new store somewhere. He laid out the stores and and they said they had done all of the study and all the science and they found that about eight I think it was eighty eight percent was the number or some eighty something percent 
that of people, because they're right, when they go into a store, they have an inclination naturally to turn to the right. So they made sure that there was more marketing material to the right when you walk in the door and like store information, like the milk is here and the bread is over there. And like, it was all designed to incredibly intentional to make sure they maximized the opportunity for that customer to come off the shelf, put it in their cart before they left. Yeah. Well, and it was incredibly it intentional. Is. It is. I mean, think about everybody think about this when you go to the store, the grocery store. Where are products? What products are high on the shelf? What are eye, you know, eye level? Mm. And what are way so, you know, it, this is an easy example, but you go to the you go to where the checkout the candy is there. Yep. Why is the candy there? Yes. That's where the kids are. Yes, it's cheaper, yep. but yes, that's where the kids are. And the really good candy is yep. on the bottom, yep. like the little lollipops and Same stuff with like cereal. that. Yeah. The, the special K and the Wheaties are on the top shelf. The, the Rice Raisin Krispies Bran is on the and, and, yeah. yeah. And and all of the, the uh, Cocoa Puffs and the shrimp and all of that are on the bottom yes. shelves because that's where the kids can see it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's all intentional. As much as we say, kids are not your target audience. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> yeah. <yep. laughs> because they are the ones that actually want to purchase it. And they'll right. be with mom, they'll be shopping. Uh, maybe some of you do this, but I remember going shopping with my kids in the coat, and I'm like, what? Did I put this in the <laughs> How did this get in there? <laughs> okay, so there's the different diagonal layouts, or different layouts. There's diagonal, um, there's racetrack loop, there's the spine layout, there's all these different ones, free-flowing. So there's all these different ones in the text. And there, I think it's intriguing to look at yeah. that and then think about me as a consumer, not even me as a marketer, just me as a consumer. And... We all know, and I think something that, you know, the um, community has taught us that things are in the back that we really need. So, for example, dairy is always in the back, right? Because right. we all need milk. Yep. So that's where and they you, want you to walk all the way through the store. They to get do. The milk. Absolutely. And so those things are intentional. But let's talk about the psychology of shopping because that's kind of fun too, thinking about your five senses. Yes. So, what are what are places that you can think of, Brad, that went shopping, and you've smelled, so that's why you've bought it? Oh, uh, the very first thing that comes to mind, of course, is Bully Brew Coffee. Okay. And, 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 <laughs> that was and, not and, intentional. I, I know, I know, it wasn't, but but it, it it's because everybody knows what a nice hot yes. cup of coffee smells like, right? And a yeah. fresh brewed cup of coffee. I love, and I spend a lot of time, and and again, not necessarily a plug. It's just. It's. I spend a lot of time at your coffee shops mm-hmm. having coffee while I'm doing my show prep for my radio show or whatever, and I love walking in and smash brewed coffee and the fresh ground beans and like all of that kind of stuff. It just makes the experience that much better. Yeah. And and as silly as this sounds, or creep or anything, but even even the barista counter, mm-hmm. if she's wearing a nice perfume or if it's a dude and he's wearing a nice cologne or whatever, like that all adds to it. So if you're yeah. a, it, again, as dumb as this sounds, if your employees stink, <laughs> it's going to be a bad oh, experience for the customer. Episode. Yeah, and that's again, that's off from where you're talking about. No, but like, it's not. I, I think of all of that stuff, and I love, like, I love going into a steakhouse and smelling yes. that fresh cooked steak and the 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 grill smells the things um the sounds i'm I, I love music i'm a guitar guy i play church and things like that so i love going into i was actually just sitting in bully brew the other day and i don't even remember what song it was playing this tune that they had some whether it was a spotify playlist or whatever was going on through the the music and i remember thinking i'm so glad that this isn't just the typical coffee shop that kind of jazzy you don't yeah. really know who really know anything about the music so you don't really engage with it but like i'm like 
I love that song. And Do you want to was... know my secret of music in our stores? <laughs> <laughs> the girls who work behind the bar are the ones who choose the music. Uh-huh. We, we're kind of specific, obviously, to say, you know, yeah, no, you don't like no nasty. Yeah. While no. you're trying to have a cup of coffee. But one of my girls who used to work in our Fargo South location, uh, and she's younger. She's not older, but she was younger. And on Fridays, she would have 80s music day. Oh, yeah. So I used to have customers say to me, I love coming in yep. here on Fridays because Brittany has 80s music and we walk in and we're all jamming to ACDC yep. and I'm like, oh my gosh, is that bad? No, no, we great. love it. Yeah. yeah. It does. But and all that's of my, the, yeah, the yeah. sound, the smells, the the sights. and, and So think about walking through the mall. What are some things, if you've walked through a mall, any mall, Grand Forks, I don't know, Fargo, yeah. what are some of the smells are you... I, I think smells are huge. You, know you always know where the food court is because yeah. you can smell it coming yes. before you ever get there. How about the pretzels? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The cinnamon pretzels. I can yeah. smell them. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. Um, the, the, one of the sounds things, walking through the Minneapolis airport, they have a piano in the oh. main terminal where they'll hire somebody from time to time to just say... Uh-huh. Christmas music or whatever is going on. It wasn't Christmas music when we were there, but that's always a, a fun thing. Um, when my many many years ago, my wife and I had to go down to and the same thing. They had a piano in the main mm-hmm. the hospital there, and they were they had hired somebody, and he's just sitting there playing. Soothing. But he wasn't playing again, just all classical. It was so you catch the melody and go, uh-huh. oh, I've heard that song. Know exactly what it is, but you're like, oh, that sounds really familiar. And th- that was an interesting thing. Um, How about American Eagle? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, and then sometimes it can be too much, too. It can. So they're, okay, they're, but maybe you're a guy. So most well, women walk by American Eagle and are like, no, I'm right. That smells a, like a good looking guy. Right. But this, not the smell. There's a, I can't remember, is it Abercrombie and Fitch? Or oh, yeah. There's, that's another one. The music was so loud. Oh. I'm like, I'm trying to buy well, clothes. Well, that's because you're old. Yeah, it was like my mid twenties, and I'm going, "Holy cow!" It was like just. Yeah, it's so it's, it's not American Eagle. It's Abercrombie. That. You're right. That's the one that has the smell because they have that really cool door at the entry oh, level yeah. at the entryway, and you walk in, and it's yeah, it yeah. is. It's an overwhelming smell. Yeah, and sick. Yeah, you're right. It's very loud. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. It was just that particular no, store. This was in Colorado. I think that's yeah. very intentional. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. So, and I, th- you know, I, I again, so these. Um, you know, these stores have really, or these retail well, the, locations have really thought about this. And this is the along sites. with, yeah, the, the sites, mannequins, the, the The clothes and stuff on the mannequins. I noticed there was, we're just in Nashville and walking through the mall and we walked by, and I can't remember, it was a women's clothing store, but I remember walking by and I, I looked at my wife and said, you need to buy one of those. <laughs> like it's a mannequin, you know, short yeah. skirt and the, yeah. you know, the high heels and the whole thing. And I'm going, yeah. You know? I mean, <laughs> it was, and my wife, of course, just smacks me and knock it off. Yeah. You know, but yeah, the, but the sights, all the sights, the sounds, mm-hmm. the smells, all of that. I think the colors, a lot about in class, we've talked about branding colors and that has a lot to do with it. I think it reacts to a different color or the lights. If they're, you know, the light is dim or if it's a bright light, I think that also makes a difference too. And mm. it changes your mood. Are you interested in shopping? Do you want to shop more yeah. in there longer? All of the intentional. Yeah, Forever kind of, 21, Neiman Marcus, they're all very bright. Yeah. You know, they're, they're um, just, it's, you're, you're awake when you're in there. But there are, like, if you go into Cabela's, at least in the in the malls, I don't know, and the one here too, Cabela's, they're a little bit darker. Uh-huh. You, but there's also, you get that you're not just, like, dark, 
but the you get the sense that it's you're in the woods, yeah. you're out in the yeah. country, you're out in in nature. You get that, and that's all obviously very. Yeah, think about uh, right now. Well, uh, I mean, not even furniture. Well, furniture is a good example, but think about furniture stores and how they're set out. Yep. You know, they're they're placed together, all the tables, and on the tables. There's either place settings, so it feels like, oh, this is where I'm going to have my dinner. This is mm-hmm. what it looks like. Um, people use baskets on, you know, at the end caps. Oh, yeah. Like in, well, I, I guess a furniture store or a boutique, they're specific about how they place their products. Yep. Thinking about how you fold your T-shirts, if they're laying mm. on... A sh- on a on a shelf or if they're hung up what the difference is and this is also can go back to data analytics right you know if i have my sh- my t-shirts hanging do people pay attention to them if they're you know folded up nicely then do you know people see them and it's a visual so i i go to it yesterday i went small shopping and a couple of boutiques had cute red Merry Christmas t-shirts. Right. Uh, the only reason I went to it was because it was folded nicely. Yeah. And I thought about it because sometimes we hang our t-shirts at the store and I thought it was hanging. I probably would not go to it and catch my eye because right. it's hanging within all of those other hangers. Well, and it's why you see like around Super Bowl time, you see the, you know, the Coca-Cola displays. They're the stacked to look, you know, the, yes. the stacked to look like a couch or they're stacked to look like you know the 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 uh, the goalposts or whatever to ma- remind you. Oh, hey, it's football. You're gonna you got a bunch of people coming over Super Bowl. You're gonna need some extra Coke for all the whiskey cokes you're gonna drink. Yeah. You know, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's all intentional. Yeah. Retail is fun. There's a lot to it. There is a specific class that you can take for yeah. retail. And again, I know a lot of students who have left UND and are merchandisers, uh, work in the retail world, and uh, I, you know. Just like you said, there's so much to it. I don't think it's a simple task. I don't think it's minute. I don't think it's, you don't do one thing at a time. You're constantly changing. You're constantly creating and developing. And any large retail, I mean, if you're, if it's, if it's Walmart, Target, you know, the new Aldi grocery stores coming to town, the new, you know, those, they're going to have people that will help you do this. And oftentimes if you're, you know, if you're a just back, whatever employee, following a planogram that exactly. somebody else set up. Yeah. But yeah. if you, that's the area you want to get into, there are people the entire career seeing these planograms and you get to work with a team of people that help develop these and, and all those sorts of things. And that's maybe more on the corporate side of that discussion. Well, but but small businesses should follow suit of that, right? right? Yeah. Because that's yeah, how they, you learn. They, and they're things because it works. Right. You know, Walmart, Target, these organizations, they're not just hoping they get lucky. No, they've, they've already done, done the, the study, research. So follow what they're doing yes. and use it. As can for your this own goes business. back to the research. When students are developing something, research other companies to see what they're doing. Yeah. And not that you're going to cheat from them, yeah. but hey, if they've already figured out yeah. that. Well, I, what was it Picasso said? Um, uh, good artists, how's he, how did he word it? Good artists take whatever or are inspired, but great artists steal. Is, I can't remember the quote from okay. Picasso, but it was along those lines. Like yeah. a good artist will will do kind of well. Co- that's what it is. Good artists, great artists steal, oh. and and that was, I mean, arguably one of the most well respected painting mm-hmm. or painters Absolutely. of several hundred years. You know, and so yeah, yeah. if if somebody, if it's working for somebody else, see sure, if it can work for you. Yeah, see how to use it, and it comes back to ethics and the authenticity right. and all that kind of stuff. Make it your own, yeah, but. 
Yeah. But also with that, then do the analytics after. Yeah. So did it work? Did it work? And, and if it didn't point. work, change it. You know, do something different. And again, that's the greatest thing about marketing. You you can change things up. You you can't if it's and it's already happening. It's not like you can go change it in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of a busy day. But if it doesn't work, change it up yeah. and try something new. And sometimes too. Uh, I- Sometimes it's the old, there was an ad that we used to play on the radio here that had a donkey sound in it where you were, it it was totally unrelated to the, to the commercial, Mm -hmm. but it was, you hear the guy do the, the classic sound of a donkey, right? Whatever it was. And this has been years ago, so I don't remember, but you have no idea how many people, how many times I heard people go. Oh, I remember that business oh. because of that stupid donkey sound in there. Oh, that reminds me. I have, and my friend um, Sterling Carpet One. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yep. The bird. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I used to, Yep. <laughs> I used to say to her, Paula, get that damn bird off because every time you have an ad, it's obnoxious. And she said to me, she yep. said, shame on you as the marketer. Yep. You are doing exactly what I want you to do. And yep. I said, you want me to think it's obnoxious? And she goes, no, you remember my brand. Yep. You remember because of the donkey, yeah. because of the, the bird. Yeah. yeah. The parrot or whatever. It was a screaming parrot or something. Yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, that's a good example. Yeah. This was good. All right. Um, anything else we need to know about retail? I, I think no, that, that pretty well covers I, the, the again, the foundations of it, right? So, exactly. And, and I think it's important to, to point this out because as a guy who's not a, a student, theoretically, of marketing like yourself and, and has done all of the study and the research, like it's interesting for me, but it's also good to know or be reminded, like I'm not going to take these 16 episodes of podcasts and develop a detailed marketing plan. There's so much to it. But this is a good place to get the kind of the foundations and go, okay, I need to Mm -hmm. understand these areas. I've got more research to do. If I'm going to be an effective marketer for my own business or for somebody else's, I need to understand these portions of marketing. You know, and that kind of leads me to when I first started thinking about this podcast, because I... A lot of times I'll think, well, what what am I going to get out of it? Or what mm, are the yeah. student going to get out of it? Or somebody listening. Yeah. My goal would be that somebody hears some of these messages and, gosh, that sounds like so much fun. I want to pursue this. Yeah, yeah. I want to research. What is a planogram? What are the cool planograms? So, yeah, you're right. Whenever, and I, I do that all the time. I mean, before we started right. this, I think I wrote down three talking about with right. Christmas gifts. <laughs> you know, so I love to entice or encourage people to kind of go further. I yeah. don't think it's just you're going to learn something from one speaker or from one lecture or from one person to dig deeper. Yeah. And those people who are or who are great researchers, those are the ones that well, and then love you, to hear then other you things. Run across really cool things, and and this isn't a retail thing. And I think I may have shared this on another disc, another episode, but you run across videos. I watched a video with Gary V mm-hmm. interviewing a restaurant owner, and this restaurant owner talks about how the how intentional they were with first time customers to the restaurant yes. by using different colored napkins to alert the wait staff and everybody else that oh this is a first time customer, this is a, a sophomore customer, this is their first time back after their first time here. And then this color napkin means that they've been here three or more times and, and so we know how to interact with them a little bit different. If they're a first time customer, a free gift card or a free dessert for the next time they come in to make sure they come back. Yeah. You know, we're going to give them a, a, a free meal or a free drink to make sure they come back and, and all of those things. And and the intentionality, one of the ones, and I don't know if I mentioned this, but he one of the things he talked about, he says, what I've started to teach my waitresses and wait staff to do is is when the customer sits down, 
hey, you know, can I get your drinks? And also, I wanted to let you know we've got a really great special dessert that we cook, but it takes a little bit of time to prepare it because it's really good. Can I make sure and put that order in for you now so that when your meal is done, be ready and you won't have to wait for your dessert? Yeah. And and it's all true. It, it is a very fancy dessert or whatever. But what it does is it gets someone to order the dessert before they eat, uh-huh. and then they're full uh-huh. and don't want to order dessert. And then when it for the dessert, oh, you've already ordered this. I'll just bring it out in a box and you can take it home with yeah. you. Because then it not only it not only makes the sale. Mm-hmm. But it extends that person's cu- uh, customer service experience to when they get home. They're still thinking about the restaurant that they just ate at. And now they've got this dessert perfectly packaged. They knew they were bringing it out in a box before they ever started yeah. it. And so it's perfectly packaged and, and presented in this. You open the box. It's just gorgeous. Beautiful. Whatever, yeah. tiramisu, whatever it is. And and so like those little things that I've gone, gosh, I never thought of that. And then mm-hmm. as a customer realize or you recognize when you're being marketed yeah. to you. So sometimes it can save you a little. Yeah, I'm not going to order that $10 dessert because they I know I'm not going to eat it. They talked about this on that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it is, it does. Like one of the things that I've noticed, and I keep coming back to your, your, I love Bully Brew and I, and I mean that seriously. Like yeah. I'm not just because we're sitting here talking. This is the only This is not place. a paid advertisement. Yeah, it's the only place that I go get coffee. But like when I go into the Columbia uh, store, I love that the all of the coffee roasts are, are mm-hmm. laid out on the little shelf. And I know like, okay, I like a light roast. So the light more up towards the top and the dark roasts are more towards the bottom or whatever. Like That's good. You that, know that. Yeah. like I, But I noticed it because of some of the discussions that we've had. And so I don't have to go read every label on every to figure out where mine is, the one that I like. I know it's going to be in the 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 shelf or whatever. I and this morning or yesterday morning, I went in and, and purchased some coffee. Like I went in thinking I'm going to get a couple of bags of coffee because I had family over at the house. We ran out of coffee, and I get to the counter and I'm like, ugh, you know, it's been like three months because I've been losing all the healthy. It's been like three months since I had a caramel macchiato. Oh yeah. So I ordered a caramel macchiato. Yeah. I smelled yeah. them. From somebody else, and I went. All right, it's yeah. been a while. I'm gonna cheat. It's Thanksgiving, all that. So all of that, the smells. Yeah, like all of that. Mm-hmm. It's you know, of course, coffee shop. It's not so much intense smell is there. Of course, it is. But you don't think that we make those karma rolls in the morning in oh, the yeah. oven yeah. right before you walk in at seven <laughs> thirty? Yeah, Hello. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that so, smell oh, just lingers. Way, speaking of the caramel, if yeah. I always every year. Every year at Christmas, probably the last four or five, I actually order a half a dozen, couple of days in advance to say, I'm going to be here yeah. on the morning before Christmas or whatever and pick them up. So I've got yeah. a nice set of fresh caramel rolls for okay, my Okay, this is squirrel, but just, and this is an idea for future, you know, if you have a future position where you can think about how to sell mm. during like holiday times. And we started doing that during COVID. Plan. I didn't do that during Thanksgiving, now that you say that. But during yep. Christmas time, we will do bulk caramel rolls, you know, different things like that. So the pan, you actually bake it in your own oven. We oh, give you the instructions. Yeah. yeah. And so is in your place because we're closed on Christmas yeah. Day. But we'll bring Bully Brew to you. Again, all of those things are intentional because we want you to have that smell in your home. And you're going to come back and you're going to relate that smell to how great they were in your home mm-hmm. to now the smell in the coffee shop. It's all intentional. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. awesome. Well, Sandy, I think that pretty well covers it. So like I said, next week, I believe we have we have marketing campaigns. Yes. Our next episode. And then the following episode, 
uh, the last one we're going to do a recap. And we actually have some of the students going to be joining us. Is that true? Uh, yeah. I mentioned in on the top row of class. Awesome. And so, yeah, I know where they are. So I'm going to go start <laughs> bugging them and say, here's when we're going to meet. Awesome. This is exciting. Sounds good. Well, we will, uh, I guess we'll see you. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks.